on this episode of Why Watch That. Batman and Superman are friends in the comic books. I mean... Yeah, yeah, they're they're Justice League together. That's right, Justice League. And remember Super Friends? You remember that cartoon? <laughs> I do. <laughs> With Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, you had um, uh, Aquaman was in there, and, you know, Robin came Flash. Out. Yeah, they had Wonder Dog. <laughs> Shut it down. Why Watch That as a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome, Welcome to, to Why Watch, Watch That. Presented by Dynamic Network. Oh, I watched that first look. Whoa! We have a speak for you listeners. Now, everybody and their mother and their brother, yes, are excited about the new movie, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, that is coming out as of taping this weekend. Now, our critic has taken time and out of his own pocket to go see this movie starring none other than Ben Affleck and Henry Cavell, who returns as Superman along with Amy Adams and Jesse um, Eisenberg, directed by the great Zack Snyder. This time, it's written by Chris Torrio, but David Goyer, who also wrote Man of Steel, is back. Now, that's the setup. I want to hear how the movie is. Now, title, it is Batman v Superman, right? Yeah. So we know that that's going to happen. Now, this does have uh, bases in the comic books, um, but just so that the listeners know... Batman and Superman are friends in the comic books. I mean... Yeah, yeah, they're they're Justice League together. That's right, Justice League. And remember Super Friends? You remember that cartoon? <laughs> I do. <laughs> With Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, you had um, uh, Aquaman was in there, and, you know, Robin came Flash. Out. Yeah, they had um, Wonder okay. Dog. <laughs> Shut it down. But look, just to throw that out, 538.com uh, wrote a whole piece on this. So if you want some of the history, it's in there. I'll link it in the show notes. But so here's what happens. This is about the aftermath of Man of Steel. So basically Superman Superman's continued story. Exactly. So gotcha. this is what happens is Batman has lost his business, his employees, <gasps> all of that as a result of this big fight between Zod and Superman. So Batman is angry. Okay, three uh, syllables. Angry. About that. Now, Superman thinks that Batman is this vigilante who needs to go have a seat. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, okay. You know, when Superman come out for a couple days and then all of a sudden. <laughs> okay, so that's what's the the V part, the versus part is. That's the basis. Batman's angry about what happened in the Man of Steel stuff. Superman thinks that Batman needs to go away. Okay, now. can we clarify something just mm-hmm. for us listeners? Yeah. This doesn't... So it's 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 Superman, Man of Steel, Superman's continued story, but this is not the Dark Knight's continued story, is it? That's right. So that's why it's not Christian Bale. It is Ben Affleck this time. Uh, oh. Henry is still Superman, as you said. But yes, that's why we have a new Batman. And in the movie, Ref, they do give you Batman's backstory, a bit of it. So you see him as a kid when his parents died, and they move forward. Oh, like in the other Batmans with uh, with uh, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> that's, that's right. So uh, so you have that now. So there, the two of them are going. You also have Alexander Luthor, otherwise known as Lex Luthor. Lex. And that's where Jesse Eisenberg comes in. If you don't know who he is, he was the lead in the Social Network. He played Zuckerberg in that. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, so he's Lex Luthor, and of course Lex Luthor gets involved in this and foments the tension between Batman and Superman. I won't tell you exactly how. Okay. So he has his whole thing going because he is upset that he's so smart, but he has no power. That's his point. No. We also have, of course, Lois Lane who gets involved and she's used as a pawn because she can't figure out a way to get out of trouble when she's uh, chasing her sources and stories. Uh, there's also Wonder Woman, who's thrown in. Ooh. Okay, now you may know her as Diana Prince. You may know her as Diana from Paradise Island. Diana from, uh, I, I forget the Greek fake Greek name that came up for Paradise Island, but whatever. So she's thrown in as well, and she and Batman have this kind of thing going um, so we see the beginnings of that, which will lead into Justice League. Okay. Okay. Now, so that's the setup. I, they pull in the other elements from uh, the comic books. If you know the Superman storyline, they do this thing at the end, which is monumental for Superman's comic book storyline. I'm not going to give it away. Um, so we see some of that, too. Now, based on what I said, Ref, let me ask you this. Okay. What is your impression of what's going on in this movie with that breakdown? What are you thinking? I'm thinking a lot of things, but help me, steer me. What? Just what give me you? your impression. Just give me your impression. You know, it's a lot going on. There's a lot of elements. Pause. Hold on. <laughs> Say that again. It's a lot going on. There's too many stories, too many elements happening. I, that's just my impression. I haven't seen the movie yet. Now, here's another question for you. As a writer. Okay. Batman and Superman are what? In in regards to the world. All of our, us watching and if you're reading the comic book. What do we think about Batman and Superman? As characters. They're heroes. Okay. So, if our heroes are going to be fighting... As a writer, what do you need to do to sell it? Oh, they definitely need to to settle the fight? Or to sell it. To sell it to us as, oh, as to watchers. S- it has to okay, to be honest, it has to be some sort of misunderstanding mm-hmm. um, that they have against one another. Uh, in order for me to really believe that two heroes would fight each other, 
someone has to lie or, or deceive uh, or give deceptive information and the other person buys it and they try to rectify the situation or something like that. Something needs to happen and it needs to be appropriately set up. You've got to do a lot yeah. of work. Yeah, you got to yeah. really lay the groundwork for us to believe and want to go there with Batman versus Superman. The problem is you pull in Wonder Woman, you pull in Lois Lane, you pull in Lex Luthor, you pull in another villain that I'm not giving away. You pull all these people in. It's a two and a half hour movie. You can't get all of that done. So oh. I'm sitting there in the movie theater going, there's not enough work done here for this narrative to be sold. Like, it's just, we see the aftermath of Man of Steel. Batman's angry. He's ready to get Superman. That's not enough. And then Superman's just like, he's a vigilante. That's it. That's it. No, no. Because it, no, yeah, we can't have that. See, you know what I would have done? I would have given, I would have maybe had Superman witness a similar characteristic from um, Batman of, 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 of Zod. Ah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like something, a hinting or, or something to make him want to stop Batman from, you know, going down that line. But, you know, I'm also not in Hollywood writing scripts right now. And that's <laughs> their problem, not yours. So, because that would have been a perfect thing to do. Because here's the other thing about Batman and Superman. And this is what's great about DC Comics. They create great standalone characters. Yeah, yeah. They don't need to be paired with other people. And what they do, especially in Batman and Superman's cases, is there's an internal struggle with those two. Yeah. They fight their own demons. They don't know whether they want to be doing the superhero thing or not. We don't get that in this movie because they're trying to deal with this versus part. So it's overcrowded. It's underdeveloped. I can't believe I'm saying this because you know I love these characters. I mean, you really, really love it. You've been talking about seeing this movie for quite a long time. And you know, I am so forgiving. I love, <laughs> I love Superman Returns and people try to come for that movie. I loved it. <laughs> well, I can't echo that, but... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, you know, I love The Man of Steel. Lo- you know that. I, I couldn't stop yeah. talking about it. <laughs> and, and what happens is you give us Zack Snyder, who has a very uh, heavy aesthetic. Yeah, it's he does. Very heavy, very intense, very serious. But if the writing is paper thin, then all of that doesn't work. It's like, well, you know, mm-hmm. let me throw this in. Go ahead. Man of Steel. Okay, so the entire Dark Knight series... Yeah. Along with Man and Steel, who's the who's the, as far as writing goes and and storyline, who's the common denominator? Christopher Nolan. Christopher Master Nolan. Yes. The master craftsman of of he's a master craftsman of story and plot lines That's and right. depth. And he doesn't really leave a lot of rocks unturned. He really gets into, you know, the reasons why and why and the motivation. Well, if I when I look on IMBD, there's no Christopher Nolan anywhere when it comes to the story, when it comes to the screen, you know, the screenplay. So, you know, 
and you're you're knitting you're knitting you're hitting the nail. <laughs> I'm knitting tomorrow, but tonight. I'm uh, I forgot what that's called when you when you uh, use the wrong uh, initial sound for the words when you switch them. But um, you're hitting the nail on the head with that uh, because Christopher Nolan would never have allowed that kind of lack of development to go on when you have two titanic characters who are friends we know from the comic books going at it. Now, if this is how you're going to introduce them, and of course there's a shift later on. Now, the shift part at the end of the movie I was more interested in than them going at it. Uh, They could have just made that the movie and developed that fully. Uh, Also, this is the first time I really did not enjoy Lex Luthor. No, you know what? I've heard I've heard things about Jesse's Lex. So. Yeah. And I can't fully blame him because they don't give him enough. Like, you think Gene Hackman, of course, when we think oh, of Lex Luthor in the master. movie. And, and, you know, this and guy Kevin is... Spacey was good. That's where I was about to go after him. So, you know, that's the first thought is Gene Hackman having a lot of fun as Lex Luthor. Uh, and, you know, he's a cat burglar and all of that. So they give him a nice... A storyline or backstory. Uh, when it comes to Kevin Spacey, Kevin Spacey's Lex Luthor is probably closer to this one, more serious. But even there, we got a lot more, and Kevin Spacey hammed it up. We still <laughs> had the joy of the character. Yeah. This, time, this guy's closer to the Joker. And I mean, uh, Heath Ledger's Joker than to oh. those guys. Okay. Yeah, but not like that though but closer and it just it, so it, it, you have serious upon serious upon serious and that's great you know I love serious superhero movies but you've got to have the writing behind it and unfortunately they did not look it looks great well, uh, and Snyder does a great job of distinguishing between the, the elegance and uh, lyricality of Superman and the grounded heavy weightiness of Batman just there the way they fight is just great but it's too long in the story, the writing. I can't believe it. No, okay. the critics are right. I can't believe. I can't believe it. Well, I didn't even read their early reviews on purpose because I was like, I can't believe that this is really as bad as they're suggesting. Okay, so we, I, we get it. <laughs> it's clear. <laughs> Batman v Superman: The Dawn of Justice um, is dawning. Is is longing for dong. <laughs> And, and let me just wrap up with this with Wonder Please. Woman. Wonder Woman, because I haven't mentioned her. She was put in this movie because she has a movie coming out and Justice League is coming out. That's why she's there. They did not develop her enough. They give you a little hint of the other Justice League characters. I was interested in her. I was like, can I get more of her, please? I mean, she shows up at the end and does some stuff. But I was just like, can y'all stop trying to just make money and start with the story? The money will come afterward. And that's my final verdict. We'll see what Marvel does as far as versus goes. Um, Coming up will be Captain America Civil War. And that, of course, is um, leading the charge will be Captain America versus um, Iron Man, who leads the charge. And we see the Avengers taking different sides on different matters so we'll see how they handle it Mm. but overall i would have to say maybe maybe batman versus superman needs uh we'll just have to wait to the next movie to see if we get any more but i'm so glad that we got a sneak peek at the new 
upcoming summer blockbusters. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea, and we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.